Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in again. You're listening to Crash the UK Geek Podcast. This is episode 410, recorded on Sunday the 31st of October 2021 at 22.38.15. Happy Halloween! Yeah, happy Halloween, everyone. This is an extra bonus episode just for Halloween. Despite what you are about to hear, my fellow nerdlings, I'm not entirely crushed by life. I'm making the best of things after having a bit of a not-so-great time on Friday. I've written in my show notes a mind-bombing Earlier today, I ate savoury pumpkin pie. It was, as usual, amazing. It's now become one of our traditions. We've done this three times in a row on Halloween. I was in the midst of watching the Fear Street trilogy. I managed two of the films, the first two. I've still got the last one to see, and I will review them some other time. Like I said... Just before, I've been having a bit of a bad time, but I want to re-emphasize and re-prefix what I'm about to say, that at the moment, things aren't terrible. Horror films help, savory pumpkin pies help, and a large bottle of cider actually helped. Now that I've got those cautions, out of the way with, let me tell you what's been happening personally. I've been in a bit of a wizardly huff, which, if you're one of my American friends, is not a drug reference, but a Britishism for sulk. Sorry about that, what can I say? I used to be a lecturer. I am a natural splainer. Irritating as that is for Quite a few people. Yes, I've had another couple of bad days. When I'm like that, I'm unpleasant to be around and find other people also unpleasant to be around. I knew I was depressed, but just to check that it wasn't overblown or whatever, I completed an online NHS depression questionnaire which I passed with flying colours, unfortunately. Let me give you some stats. My scores were 21 out of 24 for depression and 24 out of 24 for anxiety. The app recommended that I seek medical help, which, of course, if you've listened to my podcast before, I did not do because, from long experience... I know that for me, there isn't really any help out there. Let me explain that a bit further. Technically, in the UK, there are two choices which you are given after completing that NHS questionnaire. The first is to call someone with zero medical training on the non-emergency number 111 or see your GP. 
Have you tried booking an appointment in the UK lately to see a GP? Or even not so lately, especially in my own local practice that I use. Even before the pandemic, appointments were incredibly hard to come by. In fact, that's become a bit of a problem, not just for me, but for my mother who does actually need to see a doctor. Uh, That's something we're going to try and sort out tomorrow. Oh, and let me just do a little aside here to address friend of the show, Mr. STW. Turns out you were right, though you were a few weeks early. You predicted something, in other words. A few minutes ago, I just finished watching the new first episode of season 13 of Doctor Who, which is a time travel program, and Mr. STW somehow travelled forwards in time and predicted my state. Time is a twisty, turny, treacherous thing sometimes. So good times at Castle Royenstein. (laughs) Forget about the irony for a moment. I am trying to work through this. As you can see, I am doing a podcast, so I am capable of doing some things, which is a good sign. However, if you're listening to this and you've taken that online depression test or you're feeling really bad, I mean really bad, do not do as I have done. Let me just say also, I won't say anything as trite as hang in there, because doing that would be complete bullshit. Although I, myself, made the decision to work things out on my own this time, because I've been round this merry-go-round many times, please do not do that yourself. Please actually do try to seek help quickly. Do not try and tough it out. Do not try and man up, or woman up, or weather out the storm. You cannot out-macho this. If you're in the UK, leave a callback message for SaneLine on 07984-967-708 or call the Samaritans on 116-123. If you're in another country, for example, I'm also a citizen of Mauritius and Canada. Both those countries have similar services. I'm assuming that many countries have something like this. You need to get into contact with someone, even if it is anonymously. If you're in a country that doesn't have any services like this, I'm sorry. Maybe tweet me or something, and I'll see what I can do, but I can't promise anything. All I can really do is Google to see what is available in your region. Anyway, because of that mammoth sulk, I prefer saying sulk because it downplays how bad the state of my mind was. Then I can deal with a concept of not being okay. That exacerbated my Tourette syndrome which went a little berserk, I was ticking like crazy, which left me the choice of 
well, actually, there was only one choice. I've been prescribed something called clonidine. There is no other choice, no other treatment that I've been offered. The trouble with that drug? I think I mistakenly thought it was an antipsychotic. I'm not actually sure. I'm not a doctor or a pharmacist. But anyway, this stuff, clonidine, is given to people for a variety of conditions, one of which is ticking. The reason I don't like taking it, well, I can't really take it, is because it gives me crazy dry mouth. I have to drink more water than is good for me. But worse than that is that it makes me incredibly dopey and sleepy and I cannot function. That's a problem because at the best of times, without even taking some kind of soporific, I need caffeine to function generally. So the last thing I wanted to do is to take something that left me dopey. Before we end the pre-show section, let me just reiterate that I am working through this. I am okay. As okay as I can be. Let us move on to the culture section and cheer ourselves up. With the Batman, I have already disparaged heavily Colin Farrell's portrayal of the Penguin in the trailer for the upcoming Battinson. And this is just more of the same. Why is it that Colin Farrell's Italian-American mafioso is a cut-rate Al Capone? There were other ways to go. Even Danny DeVito, he is actually Italian-American, didn't do the easy cliché in his demented freak version of The Penguin in Tim Burton's Batman Returns in 1992. Do you know the portrayal of Batman that I really miss? It's the one by Burgess Meredith, the elegant, menacing Penguin from the old Adam West show. That was quite cool and very different. He wasn't a rotund criminal. He was fairly svelte, but still menacing. And finally, before we leave the Batman behind, a little strange tangential trivia. My love of umbrellas is partly because of Penguin, but also because of Steed from The Avengers. And because of that, because of that quirk, I have always owned a posh walking stick type umbrella since my teens. I probably deserved to be mocked for that. And God knows how many of those umbrellas I have lost over the years. I'm very possessive of my umbrella. I have one at the moment. It was a present from my mother. It's in the corridor. And I do not like other people messing with my umbrella. <laughs> I wonder what Freud would have to say about that. Sir, unhand my umbrella. Next, succession. Numerous American podcasters have been recommending this show for a while, so I gave it a try, and I only lasted three episodes. The show is about... A Maxwell, as in Robert Maxwell, or Rupert Murdoch-like character, i.e. a media tycoon, who is elderly, 
and playing off his backbiting and, frankly, repulsive children against one another in a bid to find an heir to his media empire. And good luck to him, because if you watch the show, they are all losers. The main character is played by Brian Cox, and I like Brian Cox in anything. And this show is good, but I found the dark comedy is not that dark or that comedic, and the show is a little too soapy for my taste. And so, in the end, I gratefully ended my brief trip to Vanillaville and escaped on the last train to Nerdville. Which brings us on to the last TV show that I wanted to mention today, and that is the Edgar Allan Poe show. There is an Edgar Allan Poe TV horror show coming from the director of the horror TV show Midnight Mass. While I have not seen Midnight Mass yet, I have heard good things about it, and I like the trailer, and I was excited to get to see what it was about, but I've got so much on my plate, I haven't got round to that yet. However, I am mostly greatly excited by the prospect of an Edgar Allan Poe TV drama, because I'm such an aficionado of his work. I have numerous copies of The Fall of the House of Usher and other stories, both on my shelves, and I think I gave a copy to my father. My mum might also have a copy. We're an Edgar Allan Poe household. Finally, in our culture section, let us move away from science fiction, fantasy and horror, and talk about music. Both Iron Maiden and ACDC have a new album and are touring in 2022. ACDC released Power Up in 2020 and Iron Maiden released Senjutsu just about a month ago. Iron Maiden's usual storytelling epicness is backed up by Steve Harris's classic galloping bass in Stratego, I've seen the video, it's got that kind of Japanese samurai thing, but of course Eddie's in it, as he is in everything. Man, please retire Eddie, I'm just sick of his face. It's been years. I have no nostalgia for Eddie. (laughs) Stratego is, I think, the rank equivalent to a general in Roman armies. Think and it's also a board game. I have a strong impression that the Iron Maiden ban are fairly nerdy, so it wouldn't surprise me if perhaps this is a game that they play. ACDC's delightfully bluesy hard rock proves that have still got it and are appealing to fans' nostalgia with the video for Through the Mists of Time. I also liked Witch's Spell. In fact, I think I liked Witch's Spell better. Unsurprisingly, seeing those two bands does fill me with some nostalgia, and it makes me want to stock slash restock myself with a few key older albums. 
like Iron Maiden's Number of the Beast and Somewhere in Time. I used to, a very long time ago, own the single for the Number of the Beast, but I never had the album, and I did own the vinyl album Somewhere in Time. Long, long time ago now. As for ACDC, I already had ACDC's Highway to Hell on tape back in the 80s, and more recently bought the CD, though the vinyl would be nice too. Lots of things would be nice, but I have a limited budget. Moving on to technology. Okay, not a long section for technology or creative this week. We are mainly a science fiction, fantasy and horror show. But let me tell you what's been happening. I accidentally threw a can of 7-Up onto my bed, with one leg still trailing a trouser leg. In the middle of that dance, I panicked, grabbed a towel. Well, I hopped to the bathroom to get a towel and then hopped back, then threw myself in the air, launching myself at the puddle, forming in my duvet, and landed knee first directly on my headphones, instantly destroying them. It was one of those cascade errors that you see in Frasier, something Niles might do. It was amazing. The upshot of all this is still not having found a better pair of cans. I instantly reordered the discontinued JVC HAS160 flats. I've been using these for years and years, and in this instance... Because they cost from around 8 to £14, their cheapness made this whole reordering process much easier. I would have been far more devastated if I had landed on a very expensive pair of cans. I still feel that I need better close-back headphones because I edit in a noisy environment. I was thinking of the legendary Yamaha HS5 Nifield monitors, but I hear that they can have hiss, and I'm not willing to deal with hiss. Not that about £399 a pair. Though, to be fair, headphones aren't that much cheaper, not quality mastering ones. Please, if you have any recommendations for really good closed-back mastering headphones with very large ear cups that can cradle my long elf ears, let me know. It's really important that I sort this out soon. Let's move on to creative. Only one item this week, and that is to do with show notes. Do you remember I said show notes were out? Well, they're back in. Because not only am I an insane person who can't make up his mind, but because Google doesn't do audio search. How crap is that? You would have thought by now they could acquire Shazam, maybe? And because they don't do audio search, there is no way that my audio can be properly crawled which means people can't discover my podcast. The other reason is that I also have a lot of other content, apart from show notes like blog posts, 
and other features and articles, and it would be a pity to hide all of that stuff. The other reason is that without the discipline of writing well-formatted text, I can't read my own show notes. Which means more editing. Because when I listen back and I find all those errors, it's a nightmare to edit those out. And I am very reluctant to re-record little bits of my pod. And I hate putting those little bleep inserts in where I've got something wrong and I had to redress that. That's so annoying. Bear in mind this process of publishing my show notes in the form of a new blog is a work in progress because I just have so much content to reformat and put up there that you may find that the links to some of the show notes do not work, at least for a while. Finally, let's talk Doctor Who. Yeah, so Doctor Who is back on television. But what about our vintage Doctor Who revisit? Yes, it is back. My ongoing, never-ending, everlasting, so help me God, vintage Doctor Who revisit is back this week. If you're a vintage Doctor Who fan, now is the time to subscribe. But you're listening to this, so you're probably already subscribed. If you're not, what the hell is wrong with you? And also tell your friends about this podcast. That's it for our little bonus Halloween episode. I hope your Halloween has gone really well. Ah, I love Halloween. And that is it. This show is made by me, Roy Matur, a writer. Matur is spelt M-A-T-H-U-R. You can find more about me or get in touch at RoyMatur.com. If you want to help, please review and rate the show on whatever platform you listen, recommend it to a friend or a mortal enemy, or click on the contact or support link on the website. Yes, you can, in fact, support me with money, as well as reviews. Doesn't have to be a lot of money, but you can give me a tip. If you can afford it. If you can't, for God's sake, don't do that. But do write me a review. A nice review. A five-star review. (laughs) If you really hate this podcast, maybe send me a death threat. Thanks for tuning in. You were listening to Crash, the UK Geek Podcast, Captain Roy's Rocket Radio Show. This was episode 410. That's a lot of episodes, isn't it? Recorded on... Sunday the 31st of October 2021 and the time at the end of the show is 23.08.32 Thanks for listening and bye bye for now and speak to you soon. Bye!